This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. Welcome to Puck Yeah. Uh, I really like the way we started last week when we had the little call there from uh, Casey and, and Matt Whiffin from the uh, HF tournament. It made us sound very legit. Yeah. Very legit, like a proper thing. Like a proper like kind of like radio show. Mm. I think we'll definitely be doing that uh, come the NZHL season. I don't think we can do it with NHL clips. We might get a slap on the wrist. No, Jerry Bettman might come and um, shut us down. <laughs> he'll he'll uh, have the uh, NHL officials rappel in through your windows of your apartment and steal all our equipment. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be very cool. Um, but it does seem like a very Gary Bettman kind of thing to do, doesn't it? Yeah, he hates um, he hates fans of his league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, one day, one day we will we will live in a world where Gary Bettman is in the NHL commissioner. But until that day, we are puck here. Uh, as always, I'm your host Logan Swinkles, and with me is the Ginger Ninja Joe Jury. Thank thank you for that pleasant introduction. You're welcome. Uh, we haven't done intros in a while. I kind of I, I got sick of doing the long intro because we have a lot of we wear a lot of different hats. Um, you know, and I was, it's, it was kind of hard to just nail down what it exactly we, the, each of us do. Uh, if you want to know, you know, just follow us on Twitter. Our bios pretty much say it all. Uh, and our, our Twitter activity says a lot as well. It does. So you'll be pumping out um, <laughs> lots of hockey and Leafs stuff and I'll be putting out weird gifts of cricket. Yeah. Mm. Of sorts. <laughs> Uh, but I, I did notice on our Facebook page, the, um, at Pakia Podcast, one of our listeners has found you a doppelganger. Yeah, the drummer for uh, Mike Snow uh, apparently looks very similar to me. And uh, uh, one of our Pakia listeners, Ben Perry, who's... Uh, he's a Wings fan. Yeah, he's from Christchurch. I met him at one uh, one of our Radio Hodaki um, all-night piss-ups. Uh, he, he is an, also has an alter ego, um, on Twitter, which I can't reveal what it is, but if you follow the alternative cricket commentary, um, there is a adversary that we go against oh. and this person is, um, so he's like your rival. Yeah, he is, uh, he is involved in the Twitter account of this rival. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, we found you a talking, I think. I think it was pretty apt, you know, especially when you're wearing the sunglasses and stuff. You kind of look like the drummer from Mike Snow. I'll, and I'll take it. He's a good drummer. <laughs> uh, we, we've got uh, a bit of a stacked show. We've got to root through this one because, uh, you know, normally we record this on a Monday, but it is a, it is a long weekend in Auckland, anniversary weekend, and um, we both have Monday off. So we're doing it actually on Sunday uh, before the All-Star Skills Comp. So we're actually just going to, you know, hang out and enjoy the skills comp afterwards potentially maybe sparks had a few issues with the with the internet here today which totally fucked me in our nhl game that we just played yeah what happened there uh so it was tied 2-2 third period i was playing as the blues you were the leafs and i was making it making a comeback and i could feel the momentum building we we're playing at home crowd was getting behind me and I just scored to make it 2-2. I was going up, which is always a huge advantage. Um, so it was, I was ready for the, the comeback in the third period. And then because the internet had been out, as soon as it came back, your Xbox did an automatic update, shut the game down. <laughs> mid when I was in like mid-rush, yeah. mid two-on-run rush or something like that. Shut the game down, uh, installing an update, get fucked <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what we decided to do there the reason why we went with leafs and blues just poking a bit of fun and that you know shattenkirk is going to become a leaf in the upcoming months but yeah spark screwed us over there and w- what we did to try and decide it was we just decided to go for a shootout because we both love shootouts so yeah. much i know we decided to punish ourselves uh you lost again and it was a it was probably one of the worst shootouts ever known to history of man. There was no skill there. We, I mean, we were trying to be too fancy and just running out of room on the ice. Um, in the end, it came down to Leo Komarov deciding, you know what? 
I'm not doing any skill. I'm just going to rip a slap shot. <laughs> From the, like the hash marks and a slap shot over the shoulder of Jake Allen. Won it yeah. in a shootout. <laughs> no skill there. Just just all ripping speed. Um, so I'm, I'm going to put an asterisk on that one. Technically, you are 0-3, but I'm putting an asterisk on that one purely because, you know, Spark kind of <laughs> screwed us over there. You know, not, I would, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it's your fault with the outages, you know. I don't, but what I don't is up with your, what's up with your Xbox doing it? An update in the middle of a game. See, that is weird. I, I normally would have thought an update would come the next time you try and launch the game. So I think maybe the hockey guys are, uh, were against you on this one, Joe. I absolutely, yeah. I was robbed like Joe Thornton was robbed oh, this week. Yes. Now, we are going to get to that. We've got, the, uh, we want to do a bit of reaction on the NHL 100, the greatest 100 NHL players of all time. They was That was announced uh, this week, over the weekend. Um, we're also going to have a bit of fun uh, ripping into the NHL Department of Player Safety because it's bullshit and weak and they need to be held accountable. Uh, we've got a few mid-season awards like every other hockey podcast out there, but we're not going to do the typical... Uh, Calder Vesna Hart Trophy predictions kind of thing. We'll we'll leave that to the big guys. We my favorite's the Lady Bing. The Lady Bing. <laughs> We're gonna have a what is that? That's like the um sportsman most kind of, most gentlemanly. Yeah, that's right. In a game of uh, where people attack each other with giant weapons. In a game of violent gentlemen. Yeah, it is the most gentlemanly of the awards. Uh, so we'll we'll have a bit of fun with that. Um. We might do some predictions on the NHL All-Star uh, Skills Comp, see how wrong we get them, and then we'll look at that the next time uh, we get together. And, and then also we're giving away, uh, as we mean, we were talking about The Athletic last week, and we're going to give away a subscription for one of our awesome listeners this week. Yeah, so we're going to pose a question at the end of this podcast yeah. to make you listen to every second of it. <laughs> Devour every second. You must know the knowledge so that you can answer this. We're not going to make it a hard question. We, we don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> uh, this is the thing. We're just buying time. Yeah. We're just trying to... Um, buying time and the limited time that we have today yeah. to even do it. Um, so, yeah, let's rip straight into... Do you want to go straight into the NHL 100? Since you kind of did a neat little segue there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I... I um, Generally, you know, I mean, it's, it's a... Let's be honest. It's just a fun little list. Uh, I don't think you can read too much into it you know there are people that didn't make it in that probably should be there like i'm gonna start with my first massive snub paul career i think paul career if well, eric I'd- lindros and pavel bure can get in who were in like had pretty um injury marred careers i think paul career is on par with them uh, yeah i would agree i mean he did a lot to grow the game especially you know if you think about the whole like Mighty Ducks movies and everything. Because we, we got to throw it back to the movies there every And he was in the third one as well. He was. Although they had Gretzky in the second one. Yeah. I remember there was a cool scene where they, they show up and all the kids kind of lose their shit. And isn't Chris Chelios in there as well? Is it Chris uh, Chelios? Uh, I know Mike Madonna and maybe Chris Chelios are in... Oh, no, Luke, Rub- Luke Robitaille are in the uh, first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Chelios is in the second one. I can't remember. I need to go back and rewatch them to enjoy my youth again. So if you've been living under a rock and don't know what the NHL 100 are, we're not going to, I'm not going to go through the whole list. You can find that on Twitter. Um, I want to focus on the players that we know, you know, the ones that we grew up with, the ones from the eighties, nineties, 2010s and the current players. Um, from the current list today, you've got Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, Jonathan Taves, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, and Yarmir Yaga. Who it's quite funny that he's listed under the current play. <laughs> but he's like 105 years old. Yeah. Do you think they could have got? Uh, I'm a bit disappointed they didn't get seven Blackhawks in there. Like I need to put three. Yeah. Like why did Corey Crawford get snubbed? Mm, Brent Seabrook and Marion Hossa. Ma- There's a Marion few more Blackhawks that they could have got into that list. Yeah. Uh, they obviously, <laughs> did they show a little bit of, um, restraint there by only having three? Yeah. Maybe they thought, oh, we, we could, we'd like to put seven of them in there, but then, I mean, we give the Blackhawks a outdoor game every year and now they've got the draft and everything. We should probably hold back. We should probably hold back from giving them seven people on this list. Did you see their list of uh, people that were involved with deciding that 100? 
It included Pierre Maguire. Oh, I can. That so, is, um, <laughs> I can pick as many Blackhawks as I want. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. I bet he would have, when they were asking him, okay, P- Pierre, what are your picks? He would have gone, well, I reckon Duncan Keith, he played his junior hockey for uh, the Kelowna Rockets out west and blah, 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 and just would go through their entire junior hockey career. And they're like, okay, that, that's great, Pierre, but uh, can you answer the question? We just need the name of them rather than their entire <laughs> um, history of playing. Now, I do like Duncan Keith. But I don't believe he belongs there. No, he's good. He's a good player, but I don't think he's really achieved one hundred. No, I don't think he's achieved enough um, to to be there. And if Stanley Cups is a criteria here, to be honest, I think it's kind of a bullshit criteria. Yeah, I mean, you could have put like Chris Osgood in there if you were going I, on Stanley Cup. I loved Chris Osgood. I mean, I know he's not one of the greatest goalies of all time, but uh, I loved watching the mid '90s Red Wings when I was. Uh, a kid. I hated watching them. So uh, <laughs> seeing Chris Osgood not on this list, and I like is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. He's won a lot of a lot of cups and like one of the top winning goalies of all time. So, and he was one of the was he. Him and Hoshik were like the last goalies to wear like the old, the 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 field hockey masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah him and him and and Hashik. and I think Ian, uh, not Ian Healy, um, Glenn Healy as well. <laughs> Glenn Healy, oh boy. Uh, I think obviously the biggest snub here is Jumbo Joe Thornton. I don't know why he's not on that list. I think is that purely because he doesn't want to come. Maybe, and then maybe also they were worried about when he was announced, he would take his shirt off and his pants off and <laughs> be like, jab, his, grab his penis and like start <laughs> chucking it around like he threatened to do if he scored four goals in a game. <laughs> He'd be like, oil it up, baby! <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't, it's really weird. Like he, I think and you can't go wrong with, he's one of the best players of the last 10, 15 years. So that's really weird. I still have a... Um, because I used to collect hockey cards when I was a kid and I have his draft day card. Well, you should, you should burn it now because he's not worth anything. Not <laughs> making in this list. Honestly, it does not look like the same person. I need to take, I'll take a photo of it and um, post it up. And just honestly, it doesn't look like the guy. He's so fresh faced. He's like 18. <laughs> How weird is it that they, the Sharks somehow got the top two players from that draft. They, they got Marlow and... Form from the 97 draft, I think it is. 96, 97. Around then. Yeah. It's for that. Most of their career, they've had those two top players. And now Patrick Marlowe's just. Oh, the four back. goals in one period. That was, uh, that was amazing. He's um, such a quiet man. He's a very you know, quiet, quiet achiever. And I guess the same with Joe Thornton. He just goes about his business. And, you know, and maybe, maybe that's why, you know, he doesn't really kick up a fuss. But I mean,. I think he deserves to be there. I, I'm really surprised that he's not on there. And I kind of think that there should have been at least one goalie. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I know who you're going to say. I mean, it's obviously got to be Carey Price. Oh, man. I thought you were going to you were gonna say something like... Um, Jonathan Bernier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I love Burns, but no. Um, I mean, it, it could have even potentially have been Jonathan Quick. Yeah, with with Carey Price, I guess all they're kind of thinking is it's only really been the last three years that he's been uber, uber dominant, like from maybe the the Olympics in 2014 to now. Yeah, but let's be honest. I mean, that's kind of the same as Duncan Keith. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. But I mean, he's Blackhawk. So if Carey Price was Blackhawk, he would have definitely been Uh, on this list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, bit of a snub there, I think. Um, Well... No, not really. I mean, Carey Price is probably a bit of a stretch. Another stretch would be Drew Doughty. Yeah, he he got or his... even or even Eric Carlson. Why is why was he never considered? Yeah, well, Eric Carlson would have been good. He's such a good looking guy as well. <laughs> and his, his, I think um... we've got to come up with this tally for the amount of times that you <laughs> mention how good looking Eric Carlson is. Matt Martin's here. Um, we haven't fantasized about Chris Letang too much yet, but I'm sure that's going to come at some point. It's all about hair. We're big on the hair game on this show. Any The thing, and with uh, Eric Carlson, he's got the perfect facial hair as well. He's got the long hair, and then he's got the perfect, like, mustache and... It's like a musketeer kind of combo. Yeah. yeah. 
God, he's good looking. Apparently, um, not that I know, but on his Instagram with his wife as well, that like two perfect Swedish models. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, one more snub, I think, from the current players, uh, Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, that's um, points per game. He's like right up there um, with the best of all time. Yep. Um, and he isn't on the list. I mean, in the current like era, he's he's been dominant. You you would argue, sure, the Penguins have Sidney Crosby, but pretty much on any other team, you'd, Evgeny Malkin would be like the number one center. And I guess the argument against that is saying, well, you know, he's good because Crosby's good, but then why... They is, don't play together unless and, on the power play. And why is Kane and Taves on the list? Because wouldn't Kane cancel out... Tapes? Now, out of all three of them, out of all three Blackhawks, do you think any of them deserve to be on there? Uh, maybe Patrick Kane? I think he's the only one that deserves to be on there. Yeah, he is. Like, I, I don't have anything against Jonathan Taves at all. I love him when he plays for Team Canada, obviously. Uh, but all Captain Serious, mm, I don't really know. What is he, like an all-time kind of 60-point-a-season kind of guy? Like, is that a... Like he's he's, he's greatest slowing, player of all time. I mean, he's slowing down a bit now. It's, I think the thing with Taves is it's always been more about the leadership kind of thing. He knows how to carry a team, uh, but not in the sense that he's going to carry the team on his back by scoring a gazillion points. No, and that's that's where Patrick Kane kind of is his perfect. He's the perfect Mitch Marner to Taves's. On Austin Matthews. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's definitely uh, out of all of that, there should have only been one current Blackhawk, definitely Patrick Kane. Uh, Joe Thornton should have absolutely been in there. Carey Price is a stretch. Drew Doughty, absolute stretch. As much as I love Drew, probably, I guess maybe Carlson over him. Who knows? Um, Malkin definitely should have been considered. I would love to have known um, to be in that room when, when all those guys were voting the kind of like debate over those current players because all the other ones, you know, the, the 2010s, the nineties, eighties, going back to the 70s, sixties, it would have been that stuff. I think would have been pretty cut and dry. Mm. You know, it, the, the legends are all pretty much established. Uh, it's just more about, okay, now who do you think is going to be a legend in 20 years time? And this is who they think it will be. Yeah. Maybe they're thinking that, um, Thornton will never win a cup. Well, see, now because of that, I tweeted, I'm officially um, backing the San Jose Sharks to win the Stanley Cup. Just so that Jumbo oh, Joe can I say, I told I you so. I can't get on board with that. I, oh, <laughs> I just can't get on board with that. Well, I guess as a Ducks fan, you can't. No. But I I saw on the, I was looking this morning on the TAB app that the Sharks are still paying $15 to win. That's a good bit. So I am, I'm tempted to... Put a, put a bit of, you know, money where my mouth is kind of thing and we'll see. If you put down $10, you get 150 Ching, Mathematics. Ching. Chewbacca's got nothing on you. One board, uh, one sound soundboard. Yeah, we, um, we haven't upgraded the soundboard since last week. It's been a pretty, it was a busy, shitty week. And um, yeah, there's definitely a few things I want to add to that. One of them is the... Um, Steve Dangle, whenever in his LFRs, whenever he mentions Mitch Marner, he does this awesome thing where he says how disgusting he is. And then <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to replicate it. I couldn't do it justice, but you'll hear it when it's on the soundboard for sure. Uh, he loves he loves little Mitchy. I mean, shit, don't we all? Mitch Marner. <laughs> Mitchell Marner. Have you heard the Mitchell Marner song? No. It's, mm, I'll have to, maybe I'll play it next week. The, it, uh, there's another, there's like a Leafs podcast. Um, I don't know who these guys are, but they made a Mitchell Marner song and they done it to the tune of Black Betty. Oh, <laughs> I can, I can picture it in my head now. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, the last, I think 30 seconds, of, it's short. It's like a minute and a half, but the last 30 seconds are the best. I'll play that for you next week. Um, but anyway, keeping on with the NHL 100, you know, that's the current players. And then... Just wait for my iPad to reload. Woo! That's great. <laughs> Spark, Spark. Spark is Spark, just Spark. Spark. Oh, I love you, Spark. Really. Um, we got the we got the two thousands and shortlist. You've got 
Martin Brodeur, Pavel Datsuk, Nicholas Lindstrom. I mean, obviously he's on that list because he retired then. Although I would, I always kind of picked Lindstrom more as the 90s guy. Uh, Chris Pronger and Timu Solani. Yeah. So I would pick Solani as a 90s guy as well. Yeah, so would I. Um, I mean, I guess obviously they're just going for when they're kind of retired. So I would, that's where I'd kind of, I'd stick in Paul Correa into that list. I mean, him and Solani were kind of, I mean, Solani did play for a lot longer, but yeah, Paul Paul Correa, it's just me tugging at my heartstrings with Paul Correa. See, I can't debate, I I can't debate anyone on that list. They all deserve to be there. Um, I saw a few people on Twitter being like, Chris Pronger, really? I'm like, did you ever see that guy play before he got injured? Yeah, he was, he basically, the only, the only reason that Edmonton Oilers went to the finals that year in uh, 2005 after the lockout, 2006, uh, was because they had Chris Pronger. And then the next year he got traded to the Ducks. Uh, and and he won the went, cup. Won the cup, yeah. So, and then he was on, the, when he was on the Flyers, they went to the finals as well. It's just, he, he comes in, he captains the team, he puts them into shape and he had a booming hit and a cracker of a slap shot. And he stomps on people's legs with his skates like he did to Ryan Kessler that time in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, but I mean, no one cared about Ryan Kessler when he was with the Canucks, let's no, be honest. No. And then let's uh, we'll go back into the 90s now. This is going back into our childhood. There's a, this is a bigger list here. Uh, just in the centers alone, you've got Sergei Fedorov, Peter Forsberg, Ron Francis, Mario Lemieux, Eric Lindros, Mike Medano, Joe Neuendijk, Adam Oates, Joe Sackett, Matt Sundin, and Steve Eisman. So the only one on that bit would be Adam Oates. Would really? you put Adam Oates as a better player than Joe Thornton? Well, N- neither won a cup. No, it, it's funny because Oates primarily played his career with the Bruins, right? Right. Yeah. But I remember him playing for the Capitals, mm. and of course he went on to coach the Capitals and sucked. But. I know. I think it is. A, I, I wouldn't disagree with anyone on that list. Um, you could. I mean, I know you've been trying to sneak in. Well, I mean, Paul Correa was a winger, but, you know, I know you've been trying to sneak him in there and he could potentially be there. But when you look at the wings list from the 90s and you got Pavel Bure, Brett Hull, Luke Robitaille and Brendan Shanahan. That's, that's pretty solid. That is stacked. Um, yeah. No one in there I would not say no to. <laughs> Nor the goalies, Dominic Hasek and Patrick Waugh. Yep, they're, they're pretty good. Those those two goalies, Blas Brodeur, I mean, that's, that's who that's I grew up watching. all time, pretty much. Yeah, who I grew up watching and loving. Um, that's why I love the 90s list because I'm just like, I see all these names and I'm like, man, this this is my childhood. How good of um, how good a team would that be if you, from that 90s list you put all those players into one team a <laughs> salary cap be damned it's <laughs> like the detroit Red wings of the 90s and then like the famous on their fourth and, line and then rounding out the 90s uh in defense you got chris chalios brian leach scott niedermeyer and scott stevens again whew, stacked it's pretty good yeah scott stevens um ending careers of people every game <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah he was known for his physicality but uh, God, the Devils of the 90s, man, that was an awesome team to watch. Um, I think, yeah, you'd be, I'd, I know you want to put Paul Career in there, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find a spot for him. Let's just say he was, um, we've got the, the leaked list and he was 101. He was 101. Yeah. <laughs> what? And Joe's 102. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. And Corey Crawford was 103. <laughs> no, Pierre, you cannot have four. Yeah. <laughs> People hate you enough already. Do you really want more? <laughs> um, and I'll sort of breeze over the 80s here because some of these names, you know, I I mean, they were around, obviously, sort of when we were getting into hockey when we were kids. You know, you got in the goalies, you got Grant Feuer, Billy Smith. I, to be honest, I don't know who Billy Smith is, but I remember Grant Feuer. Billy Smith played for the Islanders okay. uh, and would attack people with his stick. <laughs> and then the defenseman, you got Ray Bork. Oh my God. What is up? Like just the internet. So it's Ray Bork, uh, Paul Coffey, Al McGuinness, Dennis Potvin and Boria Solming from the Leafs. So that's, that's pretty good yep. as well. And then the centers, uh, LaFontaine, Mark Messier, Denis Savard, Peter Stasny, father of, Paul Stesney from the Blues, I think. Father or uncle. Uh, and Brian 
Brian Trottier and some guy named Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Never heard of him. No. And Never the, eaten at his restaurant. <laughs> the Wings, Mike Bossy, Mike Gartner, who's not in the Hall of Fame, and Yari Curry. It's pretty good. So pretty, pretty solid. The thing with this list, though, that I think they missed a trick on, and they will probably never do it, but they did, it's not ranked 1 to 100. Oh, yeah, you wanted, you wanted the uh, added controversy of actually ranking these players. Yeah. See, I like that they, they broke it up into decades. Mm. Purely just for the cool little video packages that NHL were posting on Twitter. But, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Um, it would have added a bit of fire on uh, hockey Twitter. Even more fire on hockey Twitter yesterday. Yeah. If, if they actually ranked them. If Gretzky wasn't number one. Well, see, you know, a lot of people and even Gretzky were saying there's absolutely no doubt that Gordie Howe was one and maybe Gretzky is two, Mario was three. Yeah, and because there was rumors that he, Gretzky, didn't want to be part of it <laughs> if it was ranked and Gordie Howe wasn't number one. Oh, uh, yeah. So... Well, you got to keep Wayne happy. Exactly. You're, the Coyotes or slash NHL already owe him like millions of dollars. So <laughs> from when they couldn't pay him because they suck. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's that's the NHL 100. Um, it's a good idea. But yes, definitely. I think if they ranked them, it, it would have made it a little bit more interesting. And I, I still feel like, yeah, you should just. Put Joe in there. We, we live in a listicle world. Not not Joe, Jury, Joe. Thornton. Oh, you could put me in there. <laughs> BHL all-star. <laughs> 100 all-time greatest all, uh, BHL players. Um, Is yeah, there we, even 100 players in the BHL? Uh, it would, if you include the FHL, then... You well, would. I'm not including the FHL because do you include AHL players in the no, NHL? No, that's true. So, no, it'd be, maybe be the top 85. Would you be 85? Maybe 86. <laughs> You just get snubbed. <laughs> They're like, oh, there's only 85 players in the league. But, but we're going to be putting you at 86. Yeah. Or they just make the, there's 85 players and they make the list 80. <laughs> just to snub five people. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. <laughs> I actually saw, um, uh, I was at the Alexis on Fire concert. And this just shows how much of a small world New Zealand is. Uh, my friend Brendan, who was like my very first flatmate when I moved to Hamilton to study at Wintech, uh, he was at the concert with Punchy. Ah, yep. And I saw Punchy through Dallas Green a beanie, and he's like, "It's a hockey league here, bro." <laughs> uh, and like Dallas Green looks at it and he's like, "Oh, yeah, cool, cool." Puts it away, and maybe someday you'll see a photo of Dallas Green playing wearing a BHL beanie. Well, because when Method Man and Red Man came. Uh, Cam did the same thing. He threw BHL playing jerseys, like BHL um, logo playing jerseys onto the stage. And Method Man and Red Man put them on and played the rest of their gig with these BHL shirts on. That's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty Punchy must have been like losing his oh, mind there. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to, I'll give him that. He knows how to market He's BHL. He's like the Don King of um, hockey in New Zealand. <laughs> I think you'll like that. <laughs> Um, no, because, you know, it's the all-star break, uh, we're sort of just passing the mid-season mark. We decided we'll, we'll do some mid-season awards and we decided to have a little bit of fun with it. Mm, not your, not your dad's mid-season awards. <laughs> this is not your dad's mid-season awards. It's the puck. Yeah. Podcast mid-season awards. Um, I was trying to do like a Will Arnett impression there. Uh, first award up best tweet. Now there are some great. Twitter's now I'll include Instagram in this mm -hmm. um, because really it's best social media, but best tweet is kind of like the easy one here. Uh, it's got to be Kessel versus Luongo. Yeah. Luongo is notorious for great, great tweets. James Duffy. Do you mean? No. They, they, he, that's who <laughs> ghostwrites his tweets. Really? Apparently. Uh, I don't know about that. That's the, uh, the, the rumor, but uh, yeah, Luongo's ones are very, very funny. Now, I, there were two possible ones for Kessel. There was the one where he absolutely ripped into uh, Team USA during the Hockey World Cup. Because he wasn't on the team for some unknown reason and they went on to score one goal or something in the tournament. And they struggled, struggled for offense. So Kessel's tweet was, just sitting around the house tonight with my dog, felt like I should be doing something important, 
but couldn't put my finger on it. And that was the night they got eliminated from the... He could have been a real dick there and done the emoji with the, like, the hmm, mm, thinking face. Thinking emoji. Yeah. But even I know that got the likes of uh, Tortorella and uh, David Backus rolled up. And I think, you know, David Backus said some shit afterwards. And I think he was basically like, oh, yeah, you know, you can't get away with that kind of thing. And, you know, basically see you in the NHL season. <laughs> uh, and I saw in the game the other day, you know, there was Bruins versus the Penguins. And I think uh, Backus was trying to trying to have a little bit of fun and give him, give him a few hugs. But that's... Uh, Just stick to saving dogs from Russia, David <laughs> Backus. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's one possible tweet from Kessel. The other one is the one that he posted the night before the US election. The, cap- the caption is, get out and vote tomorrow. You don't want the wrong person elected. Hashtag PK2017. I'm not sure. What does the PK stand for? Phil Kessel, 2017. Oh, of course. Duh. Uh, <laughs> and so he's in the photo. Uh, he is just sitting there lounging. I think this was all Crystal Tang's idea. He's just sitting there looking at the camera. He's wearing a Blue Jays hat, a blacked out Blue Jays hat. Uh, t-shirt says, Phil for president. Nice guy. Tries hard. Loves the game. Now, how, how good has Phil Kessel been since he got away from Toronto? He's become like... He's just... They've just let his personality shine yeah. for the person. Well, I mean, his dry personality, his dry wit and sense of humor. It's great. Um, so that's that's what Phil Kessel brings to the table. Now, at a Luongo, you've got him dressed up in this ridiculous hot dog costume that doesn't fit him properly. The look on his face is priceless. I think he's at Target. It looks like he's at a Target. And uh, which we don't have here in New Zealand, but you, I kind of Kmart. Kmart. Yeah. Um, Caption is, thank you, NHL, for not scheduling any games on Halloween so we can take our kids trick-or-treating. Dot, 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 dot. He's a very funny dude. <laughs> and then his other tweet is, this is uh, this was posted on the 3rd of January. Man, it would suck if these guys waited for their whole lives to play in an outdoor game and then couldn't due to unforeseen circumstances with that looking eye emoji. <laughs> now, I wonder who that was targeted at. the very reason why he is still not a Vancouver Canuck yeah Uh, so out of of that who do you think wins I reckon Phil Phil he just he's become a superstar now of uh, of comedy (laughs) he's no longer just that really non-talkative I mean he's still non-talkative but when he opens his mouth it's gold yeah and and the Penguins organization have kind of made this little superstar out of him they out have. of its uh out of his weird personality so let's go with phil all right phil uh so phil wins the Pakia award for best tweet now best bromance this is it's a three-way race between one guy and two <laughs> other guys <laughs> yeah. uh so it's it's this is the mitch marner show here apparently uh best bromance mitch marner and matt martin or marner and tyler bozak or Mana and Austin Matthews. Yeah, Mitch Mana. Like he's the he's the little brother that everyone wants to um He's like the cool kid in school that everyone wants to be friends with. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt that he's fucking good at hockey. I thought you were gonna say he's fucking good looking. <laughs> no, I'll save that to um William Nylander on that side of things. But if we were gonna chuck good looks into it, I'd probably go the Matt Martin. The, the Mana and Matthew um Mana and Martin. See, I like this Bromance. sort of, it's, it's kind of like almost like a, um, father and son kind of vibe. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, Brad Pitt and, uh, Legends of the Fall with the younger brother <laughs> who's Mitch Marner. Do you reckon with Bozak, do you reckon, um, Bozak asks, uh, Marner to babysit his little baby cannon? If he, he, say if he wants to go out on, on a, you know, date night with his wife. That's the name of his child as well. Not like a euphemism for his penis. <laughs> His little yeah. baby cannon. Coolest name for a kid ever. Yeah, uh, cannon. I mean, much better than, what is it? Fucking Northwest or a- any other kind of name like that. Oh, uh, the um, the Ka- mall out west. No, no, no. I'm talking about Kanye's kid. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're talking baby names here, not names of malls. Um, yeah, I reckon I reckon Bozak's like, hey, Mitch, uh, yeah, I want to go out for a date night. Can, um, can, can you just come around and babysit? play call of duty oh you can get like 25 dollars an hour or something 
I reckon it gives a minimum wage. Mm. <laughs> Whatever the minimum rate for a babysitter is going these days. Uh, and then obviously, Mana and Matthews is just like, they're the two bros. Yeah. They're on the bench singing Bon Jovi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd take it to Martin as well. Martin and um, Mana. I just, I love that little gif of them sitting on the bench and they're doing like the little wee 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 like yeah. with, their, with their fingers. It's always, yeah, I just love a good a bromance. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'd back those two as well. All right. So obviously Mitch Mana was always going to be the winner of the day. Uh, congratulations, Matt Murray. Well, Not well, Matt Murray, <laughs> Matt Martin. <laughs> and, and it's good that they've, um, it's like so many M's in that as well. Mitch Mana and the M&Ms. Matt Martin. Yeah, I love that. The Eminem lines. Uh, now, next one is because Goon 3 is coming out this year. Not Goon 3. Goon 2, sorry. Goon 2, the sequel to the greatest hockey movie of all time. That's right. I said it. Goon is the greatest hockey movie of all time. Uh, the sequel's coming out this year. And there's a few NHL players doing cameos. you got the lights of Tyler Sagan. But I said, I said, let's do an award for best audition for Goon 3. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the obvious pick was Steve Vaughn. Yeah, the Centennial Classic with that weird film charades. Um, it's a movie. Yeah, I, I've got doing. you. I've got you on film. I've and got you on film, Matt Martin. Yeah, I, so, it's got to go to him. Someone said that that also means um, you're playing a role. Ah, oh. when you when he was doing that to Matt Martin, he was like, "You're playing a role. You're playing a role." Well, so is Steve Art. Yeah, exactly. So maybe they were just actually auditioning for Goon Two in that moment. Goon Three. Goon Three. <laughs> <laughs> Goon Two is already filmed and it's coming out in a couple of months, I think. I would love a New Zealand release. Um, Jay Baruchel, who follows the NZIHL. Yeah, so just um, we'll we'll sort you. Just come over to New Zealand, and um, we'll sort you out. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so obviously there was just going to be a runaway winner there. We haven't even put much thought into it because really it went to Steve Art. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> this this is a bit of a mean one here. Worst attempt at being an NHL team. So there's <laughs> a few contenders for this. The Devils. Yep. Uh, the Avalanche. And the Islanders. Who the Islanders are just, they are the um, usually the winners of this every year. Uh, they don't even just because of the way their organization is. Yeah, right. they play in an arena that sh- half of the people sitting in the seats can't see the ice at. <laughs> well, see, I think that's that's not the team's fault, or is it management's fault? Probably, I don't know, but I, I think so. I think so. But I, I would, I'd get them out. Of, I reckon they've um, eliminated themselves from this list by firing their coach. Yeah, they've so, actually made a move. Jack yeah. Capuano has been gone for over a week now, and his one tie that he has. His yellow tie. <laughs> uh, so I reckon they've they've pulled them they've pulled themselves into be a somewhat attempt at being an NHL team. Okay, I would say because I, I I nominated the Devils because I thought they'd be better than what they are. They've had a bit of bad luck with injuries and whatnot. Uh, you know they got one of the best goalies in the league in Corey Schneider, but they just kind of haven't made it happen yet. And I'm sure Ray Shiro will work his magic. He has magic phones, as he showed when he was with the Penguins. He knows how to make deals. Mm. He's like Lou Lamorello in that way. He knows how to make a deal happen and get what he wants. Um, and I'm sure they will they'll fix this in some way. But the real head scratcher for me is the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, what a what a shit storm that place is. <laughs> I was I've been waiting for you to say shit cane again. Okay. What a shit cane that place is. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know if you saw the um the tweet earlier in the, uh today from Chris Johnson uh apparently at the press availability for the All-Star game Nathan McKinnon opens up his press conference with I bet you guys didn't expect to see an avalanche here. <laughs> Well, they did because one has to go from each team. So, but I love that um, <laughs> as great as McKinnon is, and like you know, he showed his awesome skill at the World Cup. Uh, that he's acknowledging how shit his team is this year. Yeah, I think purely because of that, the Avalanche win uh, worst attempt at being an NHL team. Yeah, giving up four goals to Patrick Marlowe in the third period as well as uh... they took it away. Mm. Yeah, so the Avalanche. Sorry, guys, uh, but if you look at the standings, it's pretty easy to see why. Now, the last award we want to give out is Old Face in a New Place. There's a cool little name you came up with. Yeah, so I like, I love jerseys and I love like player numbers and like when a player goes to a new team, what number they're going to pick, what it's going to be like on that on that team and everything like that. So 
like when the the Seth Jones Ryan Johansson trade win happened last year, when Ryan Johansson went to Nashville, mm-hmm. it's like what numbers he going to pick? And he picked ninety two, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty sweet on his uh on his jersey. So in the off season, there was a whole bunch. There was the PK Subban, Shea Weber trade. There was Taylor Hall, Adam Larson. Yep. There was um, Freddie Anderson going to the Leafs. And then Bounier going to the Ducks. Yeah. We, we can um, eliminate Bounier from it <laughs> <laughs> completely. So, yeah, it's always cool seeing um, players in their new jerseys and, and things like that. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go – my pick was, was PK. And that's 76. And those Nashville sweaters is pretty sweet. Hmm. I – it's a good pick. I would probably say, being the Leafs fan that I am, <laughs> Freddie Anderson. Not yet, and he's played pretty damn well for the Leafs, whereas PK's been injured. I, I learned something really cool uh, the other day um, about Freddie's mask. I always wondered why he had Lego characters on his mask. I thought, oh, you know, with the, like when the Lego movie came out and stuff, I thought, oh, he just really loved the movie. Now, it turns out, because obviously, you know, he's Danish, um... His hometown is where Lego comes from. Oh. I didn't know that. I thought that was a cool little tidbit. And also the the other the interesting thing there is obviously now that he plays for the Leafs, um, Lego Batman is Will Arnett, who is one of the like famous Leaf fans. So I think that's a pretty cool little thing. Lego is awesome. It is. And Freddie Anderson is awesome. So that's why I put him as uh, best face. Oh, same face. <laughs> best face. Pl- I'm going to put you as best face. I mean, as far as gingers go. Yeah, uh, he's he's very ginger. He does he's got like a Martin Guptill kind of gingerness to him. <laughs> if we we're gonna throw cricket in there. I don't mind a few uh, cricket references. I mean that that is what you do for a job. <laughs> Adding gifts to cricket. Uh but yeah. Old face in a new place. Freddie or PK? I would argue uh, PK has obviously done He's thriving in Nashville and it is awesome mm. to see. He's whipping his shirt off at NFL games and <laughs> and Nashville is just letting PK be PK. Uh, you know, there was always a little bit of um, little bit of bullshit maybe in the media and maybe coming from uh, the Montreal Canadiens about everything that PK was doing, that it was more about him than about the team. But really, when you donate that much money to a children, children's hospital, how could that be about you? No. No, what a good dude. Yeah. And now he's doing the same for kids in Nashville. I, I think it's really awesome. Uh, that, you know, he gives so much. I mean, a lot of NHL players give back to their communities um, in their off time, but PK kind of just takes it to this whole other level. Yeah, he's a, he is a great human being. And it's awesome to see, you know, we, he, he brings out these really professionally produced videos of his thing. So you could argue, okay, well, you're just doing it for the publicity. But I think the cool thing in making those videos is is you're just seeing the kind of, the amount of like joy that uh, he's bringing the kids by doing all the efforts that he does. Who wears a better suit, PK or Brent Burns? Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, PK probably. Just because isn't Brent Burns always just rocking the flannel? He loves a good a little good bit of flannel. Mm. Uh, both of them wear um, those kind of Dick Tracy gangster hats as yeah. well. But PK, man, he he loves his suits and, and a little bit of feather in his hat. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I think uh, I think definitely PK wins um, wins your award, the old face in a new place. Um, so that's uh, that's our puck year mid season awards. You know, we're sort of <laughs> it probably seems like a bit of an afterthought. We're just having a little bit of fun here. Um, although when you're talking about the traditional awards, I wanted to make a case for uh, old Mitchell Marner. Right. Okay. I know it's a, it's a little bit out there because it seems that Austin Matthews is the clear front runner to win with Patrick Line a close but really somewhat distant second. But with the way that Mitchell Marner is playing, is he not sneaking into consideration? Doesn't he have more points now? Well, he did. It's it's sort of been it's been Nick jumping and up and yeah, Nick and Nick has been going back and forward. So right now as of the All-Star break, Patrick Line uh, has some, he's winning he's leading the rookie scoring race with 22 goals and 18 assists so that's 40 points Austin Matthews 23 goals 16 assists 39 points Mitch Marner 11 goals 28 assists also 39 points so there's only one point in there 
Now, obviously, Austin's scoring all the goals. Mitch is setting up all the goals. And the awesome thing with Mitch is that for a kid who's that young, he's doing a fantastic job of quarterbacking the Maple Leafs power play, which is the best in the NHL on the road at 29.2%. Yeah, he, everything runs... It, the power play runs through him now. It does. And he's only 19, 20 years old. 19. 19. Yeah. God, he's and, so young. And it's it's crazy to think that uh, there was... I don't think they ever actually were, but you know there was a possibility because he is so young. Uh, he's too young to go to the AHL and be with the Marlies. The possibility that he could have gone to the London Knights for another year. Yeah. And another- I think he would have been so bored. Played another year of junior and scored 400 points, probably. <laughs> he would have broken so many. Uh, I reckon he could have, you know, outscored what McDavid did. Yeah, it would have helped uh, Canada win the World, World Juniors, Juniors. Yeah. As well, if he was there. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what uh, Hockey Canada were thinking as well. But um, I'm glad that that didn't happen. I think that kind of might have stunted his development, actually, staying with the London Knights. I think it's. I would back Mitch Marner to win as well. Because if anything, it'll make Austin Matthews even more determined and angry. I just love how stoic Austin is when he scores. Yeah. He just like, he's just like, oh, I'm going to do this so many more times in my career. I'm not going to celebrate this. Like that goal he scored against Detroit where he, he put it through his legs, kicked it up to his stick with his foot. And then like in front of the it. net in traffic and then roofed it on the backhand. Yeah. And then didn't even put his arms up. He just... Um, kind of looked embarrassed and skated into the corner with his head down. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh I could do better than that. Yay, we scored. Yay. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Mitch Mitch is making things interesting as far as the Calder Cup race. Calder Cup race. <laughs> Calder Trophy. Calder Cup is something else entirely. Um, let's not have things called the same thing in NHL. No. Slash AHL. It's just lazy. <laughs> uh, and then also, you know, the cool thing with Manu is, you know, he's given like this new lease of life um, for his line mates, James M. Rinsdijk and Tyler Bozak, who kind of, they needed something after the departure of Phil Kessel and they got Mitch Manu. Yeah, they've got a, they got a line mate and a babysitter all in one. <laughs> and a little brother. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's, um, every time he's on the ice, it's very exciting if something happens. Whereas with Austin, I guess, you know, he's... He does a lot of things that don't... People don't notice. Yeah. Mm. And he's not the, the flash and, and that kind of thing. But I think Mitch Marner's just... Yeah, he does the way he skates around, just throws out passes that no one really expects are going to happen. And they turn out to be perfect plays. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I will admit, I know it's a stretch. I mean, I think it seems like a foregone conclusion. Foregone conclusion. Foregone conclusion that um, Austin Matthews will win it a barring some kind of crazy injury like what happened with, with McDavid. Because if McDavid didn't get injured, he was... Wait, no, did he get the colder? No. Um, the 27-year-old Russian, uh, Timmy Panarin, did. Ah, oh, right. Yes, of course. So I think, obviously, if he didn't get injured, he was he was going to win it. And same thing with Austin. Uh, it's it's Austin's to lose. But I, I think he'd be okay with his buddy Mana winning it. I think the Leafs having two um, finalists in the quarter trophy... That's not too bad. No. And let's not forget that Nylander is also nipping at the heels there. He, as far as points, rookie points go, he's only eight behind. Imagine if they got all three. That's that's just <laughs> ridiculous. I, I, know, I mean, I know it's a bit heavily weighted because they have so many rookies on their team this year. But it just shows, uh, you know, great drafting, great development there by the Leafs uh, to, to get these guys... Um, I mean, obviously, they, they lucked out on the lottery there with Austin. Yeah, but to pick Mana at four when you, you know, there was um, Noah Hannafin, the defenseman on there, and uh, Zach. Dylan Rent- Strom. Yeah, Dylan Strom. So what would have happened if they had, if uh, Arizona had not picked Dylan Strom? Well, I would be- they have gone for Dylan Strom instead of Mitch? I mean, what, what I've heard is that the Leafs were surprised that Mitch Mana was available at fourth. And I guess Mark Hunter being London Knights. Yeah, he, they were he never going to go past him. Yeah, they knew all about Mitch Marner and uh, and what he was like as a kid and as a player. And the fact that he was still available, <laughs> they were like, oh, thank you, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do really like Dylan Strom uh, as a hockey player, but uh, so far he isn't really... Well, the Coyotes haven't really given him a proper shot. Um, but yeah, 
I would love to see Mitch Marner potentially winning Rookie of the Year there. Um, but going from happy, I want to go to mad now. Uh, we ripped on the NHL Department of Player Safety a little bit last week. Yeah, and they responded with an even worse week. Oh, yeah, they fucked it up big time. Um, so this is all about Matthew Kachuk. And that reckless, reckless slew foot that he did on Martin Marincin, uh last the, the guy from Russia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not, Don. End um, of the game, trips him out with a really lazy slew foot. Received no suspension or fine. And then a few days later, Brad Marchand does the exact same thing against Red Wings' um, Nicholas Cronwell. He also avoids suspension, but he did get a 10K fine, which is the maximum allowed under the CBA, which, again, that's so weak considering he makes 5 million this year. He'd probably spend that on a dinner. That's a parking ticket. (laughs) That's or a speeding fine, like to you and me. Like, that's nothing. Like $10,000, he's probably like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get my assistant to wire it to you. No big deal. He, he doesn't learn anything from that. And Slewfoot's one of the most dangerous things in the Some game. bad injuries could come out of that. Yeah. I, I once got done with a Slewfoot. Um, oh, so you're okay, but... In a tournament, yeah, but I... Because he didn't suspect it at all, and you just kind of fall all your weight on whatever part of your body you land on. And I landed on my hip, Ooh. and I got a massive hematoma on my hip and couldn't... Uh, couldn't walk for about a week afterwards. Oh shit! Were you like on crutches or? Uh, you could walk, but like you couldn't. The hip, the whole total hip rotator, yeah, was just done, so you couldn't stretch out your leg or um, kind of get out of the car. It was not a good time. Ooh, nasty. See, slew foot's a bad NHL department of player safety. Uh, now, obviously, Marshawn was considered. He's considered a repeat offender, so the even just a little slap on the wrist. But the thing is, is like Kachuk is a rookie. And he's going to start thinking they're letting him off the hook with this stuff. He's, he's going to think he can get away with it. Yeah, he's going to, um, if he keeps doing these things, he's someone going, is going to get him. Really he's good. going down a bad road. And like, he's a very skilled player. He doesn't need to be doing this shit. It's, the problem is him, he's playing on that terrible Flames team now that where his line is basically the only line doing anything. Mm. And he's trying to do everything, mix it up with players and score points and everything. And... Johnny Gaudreau's, Sean Monaghan and everything have just completely disappeared. <laughs> so bottom line is I feel like the Department of Player Safety, uh, they're neglecting their responsibility of putting the player safety first here. Bring back the Shanahan. Yep. They definitely, Shanahan just kind of, he ran that department so well um, as the face of it, like, I don't, I don't know what Burke is thinking here, but really they need to set an example of Kachuk. Yeah, he's a rookie, but God, even I think even for him, the 10K suspension, that would mean a hell of a lot more to him than it would mean to Brad Marchand. Mm. That'd be almost a lot of his salary for the whole year. That'd be like, well, that's... 8% maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Marchand with his 5 million, he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's oh, nothing. Damn, else. I can't blow that at the strippers. This weekend. <laughs> or uh you know by the by the team dinner or something you know like it's just yeah i there's just things like that that the department of player safety are doing and i'm just like you know what are you guys doing you know we said it last week that you know they're getting it all wrong and they continue again this week with that beautiful of a prime example twice um and nothing's happening here and I, i'm waiting for the day where Kachuk either gets run at, which is going to happen, and he gets severely injured, or Kachuk does it again and severely injures someone. It's not a good, and, not a good precedent that's and, being set. And I don't think so. Yeah, uh, Marincin, he he wasn't injured from that slow foot. He came back the next game, and he was okay, but. You know, I, I don't think in that kind of sense it should be precedent. They should be setting an example and saying you can't do that. You know, that's it's dangerous play. Especially the game was over. Yeah, that's what and then Freddie Big Freddie had to come out and was like almost attacked. Yeah, he's like he's like he taps him with a stick and he's like, Hey, I saw that. Uh so God, who knows next time the if the if they play the Flames again this season, if anything comes of that. Um but yeah, you know, he 
if, if you watch the video, like he, he gets him with his foot, but he also kind of pushes him down with a stick. Yeah. It's a bit of a butt end to the face as mm. well. It's dirt. And the thing is like Matthew Kachuk has his mouth guard hanging out the whole time looking like JVR. a mini JVR. <laughs> I just, I, you got to see an example, uh, NHL department of play safety or something bad is really going to happen and you're only going to have yourself to blame. Um, now we don't have a lot of time left, so I kind of want to rip through, um, just a little bit more before we end. Um, do we bother with the skills comp? Do we really care about the NHL all-star? I, it's, it's a weird thing that they took away the best bit with the, um, uh, with the uh, like, breakaway challenge yeah and now they've added the four line challenge which to be honest it sounds like the thing that they do at the intermission with fans yeah where they get them to shoot at the blue line and then at center ice which is very weird like why would you have a um yeah a, a fan just put fans out there yeah it's it yeah it's like typically a fan competition and now you've just like obviously they've kind of ramped it up a little bit um and you know they're gonna put like the like a, like a sheet over the goal shooter shooter i think maybe yeah shoot yeah that's the one and um you know there's different points and for the you know so it starts at the the near blue line then center ice then at the red line and then the the far the furthest away blue line and then the goal line uh and which is worth most points and then the captains can choose the option to sub out that fourth shooter with a goalie and a goalie goal is worth like 20 points so if a team is needing a win there subbing your goalie could be a it's like a hail mary play so that's yeah, just so stupid that could get exciting but the only way uh and this is you know we question mike smith being there at the all-star game yeah this is the this is the pacific divisions this is the only thing wild he's, card this is the only thing he's worth uh worth he's, being there for he's not there to stop pucks he's there to shoot um well i mean he's the only one who scored a goalie goal I think out of all the goalies that are there. Um, but yeah, uh, let's just, let's just move on from the all-star. I mean, you know, I'll probably watch it later today, but it's, you know, the, the thing that's been really cool about it is uh, just, you know, the, the NHL 100, you know, and all the festivities, you know, you've got Justin Bieber playing in the celebrity game. <laughs> Did you see that video of Bieber playing in an LA game, like a little pickup game or something in LA a few months ago? And someone, he was on a breakaway and the guy, the fenceman chasing him just slashed his stick, broke it in half. <laughs> and Beaver's trying to fight this guy who's like six foot. Oh, good one, Beavs. Yeah, good one. All right, now, um, so we're going to wrap it up and we'll do the, uh, okay, we'll do the um, athletic giveaway. So we're going to give away a one-year subscription. Now, we're doing this purely out of the goodness of our heart. The athletic have not um, sponsored this in the slightest but feel free to if yeah. you'd like to Myrtle you know if, 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 if you, you want to make crushing, crushing dreams if you want to make me feel better by crushing my dream and you know maybe now giving us another subscription to give away that'd be great and we'll give away too um, but what should our question be? Uh, maybe because we mentioned it at the start and now people have had, would have had to listen the whole way through who won the EA Sports NHL Challenge between us two today is now a little too easy considering you've lost all of them (laughs) (laughs) well it could have been a and well okay then and how what was how was it won okay all right right yeah that's that's a good one so so me losing is a constant but how did how did joe lose the nhl 17 challenge this week that is the question for our athletic giveaway now i think we should give our listeners a couple of weeks enter yep uh so we'll we'll give you a couple of weeks when should we close this um the valentine's day valentine's day okay i love it we'll be giving a bit of love to one of our listeners on valentine's day that's that's a perfect idea um so the way to enter uh you can submit to us via twitter facebook or our instagram they're all at puck podcast use the hashtag Puck here, NZ. Um, but if you're not into that and you want to enter, you can always email us as well at puckyearpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, so that, that'll be, uh, that is that is our giveaway and we'll give you a couple, couple of weeks. Yeah. And we're not like, this isn't yeah, a shitty Valentine's little giveaway. Day. This is like a very 
awesome prize to win. Oh yeah, this is and and if we're gonna put a dollar value on it, it's like fifty dollars. So. Yeah. I work on radio stations where the shows don't even have prizes to give away that were worth $50. <laughs> what is it, like pens? <laughs> yeah, and we're like in a podcast recording in a in an office yep. and we're giving away prizes that are worth over $50. <laughs> so that's how much we value you guys, those that are listening. And we always do appreciate the feedback, the comments. You know, keep them coming. We love, we love chatting to you guys about hockey. Um, you know, maybe someday we'll even get some of you on. We've, I've sort of figured it out now how i can actually get calls happening into our little black recorder box here send in more lookalikes um like we got this week yeah we've got a doppelganger for joe what about a doppelganger for me that'll be interesting uh probably not really i don't know if you can find one do it um but don't say patrick stump please um i used to get (laughs) i used to get that I think obviously before his weight loss, um, not not anymore. <laughs> and even Chris Dudley from Under Oath, I used to get that a little bit. Probably just because when I played keys in a band, I flailed my arms and head banged like he did. Um, but yeah, so that's our giveaway. We'll give you a couple of weeks. You got until um, Valentine's Day to enter, and we will announce it on the following podcast. And we'll also we'll let you know as well. And we'll tag in James Myrtle and. Um David Alter and everyone we like, at the at the athletic yep. athletic just to um we love you guys um we love you so much that we're giving away a subscription out of the goodness of our hearts because we want more people to see your content um so yeah that's puck yeah you've got to rush off for uh, a family lunch i'm gonna go chill out and um maybe watch the all-star game maybe i'm not even know don't even know what i'm gonna do for my sunday um but yeah that's puck yeah uh, thanks for listening and we'll be back next week with a very special guest yes, very special guest can't wait see you next week see ya Puck Year, it's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favourite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck Year Podcast. Puck Year.